What's like your favorite type of bubblegum, brand-wise? Bubblegum. Orbit, I think. What the hell? I know. Everybody always says that, but I like it. <laughs> okay, if everybody always says that, then you know there's a problem. Eh. If like one or two I people do, say I, it, but if everyone's saying it, Brian. I do like Eclipse. <laughs> Eclipse is also very good. Okay, let me let me rephrase what I said. What not? What's your favorite chewing bubble like like candy oh, like, candy bubblegum? Let me let me rephrase that. Juicy fruit. Juicy fruit. All juicy right, fruit's where it's at. It's it's so short lived, but it just makes me want it all that much more. I have become, or I always what maybe was a fan, but I am now a fan of Big League Chew. Big not, League Chew. Yeah, not sponsored, but although the regular kind, I know they have like grape apple. Yeah, I like them all. Honestly, all right, just. The regular, they also have, I didn't realize this, they sell ball versions, like bubblegum ball versions that you Ooh, can get as well. I dig that. So I think I think it is superior in the blowing bubble category. It seems to do really well if you're, if you're I can see to that. blow a bubble. I've never been good at that. I can't do it. It's it's not that hard. It's not. That, it took me a little bit, but like- Another you know, thing that everybody get, always you just, says. <laughs> you just got to get your tongue involved. Just- tongue and then and then that's it that's all you gotta do you just get the it's 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 a very easy technique you just gotta let it be known that han is better with his tongue than i am i mean cheers <laughs> but seriously if you if you i'm okay if you want to practice i think big league chew is the way to go all right to give it some practice if i were to get into the big league game of mm-hmm. big league bubble blowing yeah who who do i get as a as like a, a manager you're gonna want to go with scrappy dan scrappy dan yeah is he um, like part- or maybe glass joe <laughs> Or there's Bear Hugger. There's also Piston Hurricane. You could also go with Super Macho Man or a Mike Tyson. Could also could also see what Mike Tyson's. I doing. feel like Mike Tyson would make me join join the the gang and. You think? Oh no! <laughs> now you. <laughs> f- <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I forgot that was on. Sorry about that. That was my very very professional of me. I'm looking at a fastbender here, just staring into my soul. Fastbender? It's him in the new Fincher movie coming out. Ah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does look like he's. I wonder what, what he's what's happening right there in that scene. Assume he's about to kill someone. Speaking of kill, there is a lot of killing in what we're talking about today. There is, but in a but in a very PG way. Yes. So we're talking today. We're talking the Billy Zane masterpiece mm-hmm. of the Phantom. More specifically, not than Billy Zane. It's Simon Winsor who directed it. And Simon is an interesting dude because I didn't really look into him until I did a rewatch for this specifically. Yes, tell me about this because I'm, I'm, I'm interested. What I was kind of intrigued by was the fact that he had had a big hand in The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones. Oh, and I did not know this. Oh my God. I did not know that either. Makes it makes so much more sense because it's, it it's got such a it, flair of it. It does. Yeah. And that is, I, I would say that's like the first thing I know Notice. Well, first thing I notice is like this is this is this is one of those movies that like you and I have always we it come it always seems to come up in conversation. I love it. I yeah. love that movie. I grew it's, up with it. Yeah, it's it's one of those like I don't know whether it's so bad it's good. Type I think movies. it's one of those ones that's so, so in between. All yeah, of yeah. That. So good it's bad, or so bad it is bad. Yeah, but it's also like it does have that like '90s adventure flair yes, that it, is it, so rare. Like. Rocketeer has yes. This. There's there's a car, there's a garden few that have it. Yeah, there is. There's this is definitely a movie. Like if I were to point to what were the '90s like, I'd be like, go go watch the Phantom. Even though the Phantom does not take place in the '90s, it takes place in the late 1930s. Yeah, it's like 36, 38. Yeah, right? and it definitely you're immediately hit with that Indiana Jones vibe. Mm-hmm. Just just like, the period that it takes place. Yeah, it takes in the adventure. same place. It's it's based off of like that same doing that same serial sort of antecedent 
to rest it on. Yeah. This though, like the way it's shot, I think for me is like, yeah, this just, this looks like a nineties movie. Some of me. the set work. And when I was rewatching this, I didn't really hit me until I was like a 33 year old adult watching <laughs> this. The, the sword fight between him and Kabe sang yeah. at the end where he, he falls into this Creek basically, it's not a river. Oh, yeah, it's it, it, it's almost like a it literally looks like something you would see at like a Kennywood ride, yeah, or like, a, like a theme park ride. It's it's so like dark, ride. comically small, yeah, <laughs> it, or something like out of like another 90s movie, the Austin Powers movies, like yeah. when when he dumps uh one of the guys into the into the water but they don't have the sharks they yeah. have mutated sea bass mutated sea bass <laughs> and his head that's exactly off. what they look like too they do not look like real sharks <laughs> like, well, yeah it definitely looks I mean you could tell that final scene thing is a set but oh big time I, yeah. I mean it's a I actually like there is a charm let me just say this for everything I'm going to say that I found very wrong with the movie having just rewatched it again there is a charm to it oh absolutely and it will always stick with me but it's also I think it, I would have to layer on the side that if you uh, having seen it so many times in the past and now having to rewatch it, I I actually got a lot of enjoyment out of it because there's just like I don't know that could be through the performances or just the the little quips and I think the fact that they were playing like right into the the genre that they were in they knew what they were making and they were like yeah let's just let's go hard right into it yeah lean into the skit as it were yeah so tell me more like so did you how long did you watch i never saw all of the young indiana jones episodes no neither did i and they're, they're going up on disney now they so are okay. I'm, I'm kind of incentivized to dive back i in. remember they were they were on tv for a little while at least i think mm-hmm. but then it was hard to find them after that you had to get like the vhs copy mm-hmm. and some places just did not carry it it was it was a lot more difficult to find stuff back in the day before everything became digital my family had a tape collection but most often we like we taped stuff off of tv so it was like if it didn't rerun it probably wasn't making its way into my collection <laughs> but what was your overall so having rewatched it having not seen it in a while what was your overall like opinion again now being like all these years later knowing a little bit more because i was thinking because i was thinking of something things i wanted to ask you specifically but first i want to get your overall yeah no overall i i do still like it it fell into that category like bat like batman like indiana jones it was like it circled around some of my favorite stuff so of course i was gonna love it but i i think that it lives in a little bit of a niche past it, it, they tried rebooting it in 2009 yeah i remember there was like gonna be a tv show or something so what happened was they were basically going to make like for all intents and purposes it was going to be what daredevil the daredevil series on netflix became okay and they made two made it two episodes in and it just didn't take off so it was kind of like a pilot failed type scenario which which is a shame because i it would have been cool to see something like that like daredevil you know as early as 2009 but and it definitely has that I like the swashbuckling serial tone yeah. to it. I really do. Like, I guess too, it was just it was just nice to see something again that made me kind of smile, and it's like that sort of glossy look to it, the way yeah. it shot. So that was that was nice. I I, I and again, I there were definitely a lot of things script wise that I was just like picking out, and I'm like, oh. It was also very adherent to the comics, <laughs> like like to its own yes. detriment, oh, like. <laughs> myself in the face he's he's going in too deep (laughs) (laughs) anyway so i didn't realize like when it first starts there's that opening 
text for those who came in late. And I every and I was like, I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought, is this a sort of homage to like older movies? A- and I was like, like like back in the day when they used to play the movies like yeah. all the way through and like you came in whenever you came in and you left whenever you got back to the same point. And I thought, oh, okay, is this like an homage to the period of the the time period that the movie takes place in? Yeah. From what I can find it apparently is not. It's something that the Phantom itself, the actual comic strip, would use. That's pretty cool. For those who came in late because one of the main points to the character being like the... He's a Batman-like superhero, but no, without the the money. grim... De- yeah. Well, I guess technically you could say he has money. He has, he has money, but uses it in a very different way. Yeah, he has... He, the, the, the dark, grim, dour persona that is Batman is not there. And he and he does use guns Yeah, uh, in this. So it's 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 more like if you... Like, literally, if you combine Batman and Indiana Jones, that's... that Not to be, you know... That's it. That's so, the episode. That's the episode. We're done. All right, later, guys. Right. <laughs> but yes... What Man, we're, we're going in like opposite directions today. You got the downers. I got the uppers. Hans <laughs> <laughs> down in a watermelon Han's white down. claw and well, I got we'll, a we'll big meet, old cup of coffee. We'll meet in the middle. We'll meet in the middle then. Like if you, you, you go down, I come up. No, 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 no. You come up, I go down, right? No, no, no. You tight ass. <laughs> no, 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 you stupid ass. <laughs> but there's like so many. Yeah, we, we, we were talking about the Phantom. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we were talking about that. Oh yeah, he's so it's it, a little bit back. So you've never seen the movie or know about the comic strip. I've never, I've never read the comics. I Me remember neither, the actually. animated show though. They had an animated yes, show. There for was Phantom? an animated show in again in the nineties. Was it with Billy Zane? I don't think so. Ah, damn it! Then I remember, why am I I remember just that? loving that show <laughs> at the time. Like this, like hit in like the late 90s for me. Yeah. And I remember it always being on TV. I didn't see it in theaters. And it was just one of those movies that like after I saw it, do you ever have those movies like like Indiana Jones or, or the ones we've talked about? Do you ever have those like movies or like events, something you go to and you're just like, when you're a kid, after it's done, you're just like, damn it, I got to go outside and play. Not in a bad way, not because you're bored, but because you're, you're, you're so invigorated. energized by it. You got the adventure. And- yeah, you get that adventure thing. Like I got to go out and do something. Mm-hmm. And that was definitely, this movie for me growing yeah. up I, I, I it it's one of those i know today it i gotta go jump tame. off of a plane off, yeah. off a biplane onto go. a horse with buffy the vampire slayer <laughs> <laughs> that that is like such it, it like doesn't even like line up to when you're watching that sequence the amount of rear projection in that sequence is yeah. so fun but too because it's so obvious but yeah but the fact too that they did it i'm like you know what that still looks okay though no it looks pretty good for, for even not today's doing standard. like maybe limited cgi or like i don't even know if they had cgi in this it at was all. it was think, all rear projection i think like everything they, they was like it, yeah like old they put school. the actual image up behind, okay i think everything was probably set. like old school and then they did it like actual sets so i think that is you do feel like as you're watching it like you're on like a bit of a theme park ride. Oh yeah, I was but very I like much that the- for what it is. I, I'm, not, I'm not about to give it best picture of the year, though. I certainly would put this in a pantheon of honorable mentions and be like, "Oh my e- god, e- yeah!" If you want to have a good time with someone, I would say watch the Phantom for, for what it is. So it's, it, it's, it's a good jump back into the '90s. Yeah, and it is interesting because the director Simon. I mean, he he also did like Crocodile Dundee and a couple other mm-hmm. like hyper '90s like, yes. <laughs> like adventure style movies, which is interesting. And you know, you got Billy. Zane. Absolutely. Who I believe was in The Mummy as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> you say this every time. <laughs> <laughs> 
throwing shade at, at poor old Arnold Vosloo. No, there. I no. Okay, can we can we <laughs> sidetrack here for? Can we explain the story behind this? Because uh, you yeah. and and one of our other friends, Jordan, we were at a, a Comic Con <laughs> type event, and Billy Zane was there. Yeah, and I did not know. I was I was not aware of this joke. I was not aware of this joke at all. So explain explain to the audience to our listeners what happened. So yeah, this this was a while back. This was uh, what year was this? This might have been 2017? 17, 16 yeah, sounds right. Yeah, somewhere somewhere in the, I mean, the haze getting, of that. Yeah, <laughs> like, somewhere somewhere in the 2010. So yes, tell inform the audience of. So yeah, we're at, we're at Comic Con, Steel City Con, Steel City Con, the local Pittsburgh Comic Con, and <laughs> Jordan and I were you know typical BS and we're talking. <laughs> We're talking this about- was the one too. I think we will have to get Jordan in one day to oh, confirm yeah. this. But I think this was the one where he brought an umbrella. Oh, but it was, it was the Deadpool umbrella. It was it the one like with, Deadpool, the, with and, the and the security guard ends up like stopping. Like, whoa, you whoa, can't bring that in here, that sir. There's no here. real weapons in cosplay. You can't have that. <laughs> My fucking umbrella, dude. Like, <laughs> I think that's. I think this was the same one. But anyway, yeah, we're going. Yeah, because it was the, it was raining. I remember. I yeah. do. I do remember. We're going in to meet the 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 meet and greet with all the actors. Yeah, and Billy Zane was there. Who was? I gotta say, he was very personable. Like, oh my god, he was the best. To, yeah, to the fans, anyone who was he there. He is nothing like his character in Titanic. <laughs> no, he was nothing like his character in Titanic. Completely. He did not chase me around with a gun and <laughs> start shooting up the, the beautiful causeway inside the Titanic. <laughs> nothing like that guy. No, nothing at all. But yes, so we're walking in. And... <laughs> <laughs> you know, that typical joke, for those of you who do know, <laughs> Jordan and I are joking back and forth. Oh, yeah, Billy Zane, because he was in The Mummy. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> And you, you just started going at us. <laughs> I, I was, like, so adamant, like, what the hell is wrong? Like, I just couldn't, I don't know what was wrong with me that day. Probably because I was tired, but I could not, like. No, you, you took it so seriously. I took it so seriously. Like, are, are these you guys stupid? Are you guys stupid or something? Why am I friends with <laughs> either of you? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, they, they can't be serious. We all went to film school together. How, How do you they... not know this? It's Arnold Vosloo, you How idiots. You... <laughs> you poor knaves. How do you confuse these guys? They are two different gentlemen. Get it right. And it took me, I think, <laughs> I, took, I think it took me to the to the end of the whole I think we day. both recognized that you yeah, were taking it Yeah, you so guys picked up too. and you just kept going. No, no, no. No, yeah. because Jordan, it's, of know, course, kept going with it, I believe. He gave me the eye and I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, let's f*** with that. I was unaware that the running gag of Billy Zane being in the Mummy was a thing. Like I no, it's never. All, I, th- there was a meme group that started too okay. around the time called Memotep's <laughs> meme <laughs> meme group, <laughs> and, and like it was this whole big thing. Everybody kept like photoshopping Billy Zane onto him. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yes, I just I missed out on that, so I was like so confused, but also <laughs> like because I love the Mummy too. But I felt like so distraught that like how can you confuse the Why two? am I with this uncultured well, how, swine? How how do you live with yourselves right now? <laughs> it was so strange. Poor, it's such a weird moment. Poor Arnold Vosloo. Yes. Yeah. That who, is his name, right? I'm yes. not butchering. No, 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 no. Yes, yeah, so you're getting it right. Okay. I, I, I don't want to be I'll be in a in a but yes. making fun of him thing. But <laughs> we'll edit we'll edit that out later. <laughs> we'll deal with that later. <laughs> but yeah, Billy Zane. Like he's he's been having a bit of a resurgence lately. He's Has he? he's he's been guest starring on he's been guest starring on The Boys as himself. I still got it. Yeah, we gotta I gotta get I gotta get around to that. God, that show's so good. It's oh my! It's just it's it's the best thing on TV. All right, well, okay, I'm gonna take your word on it. if for no other reason than Billy Zane and Carl Urban, but oh, okay. <laughs> 
but yeah, I, I won't spoil that one for you. I'll no, no, keep anyway, that one in the tank. Back to the task at hand. But uh, Phantom, yeah, and uh, yeah. So th- I, I, I also think, would recommend Comic Con, like st- th- yeah, for I, people in Pittsburgh. That, I know we have viewers elsewhere, but, but anywhere, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's other local mo- most Comic Con, most type. like semi major cities have their own. Yeah, con. I would definitely. It's definitely worth at least a shot, especially if you want to like, just. Ch- you know, uh, I say like tr- like get on their Facebook page, check out who's going to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If no, there's it's, people you want to see. It's always, it's it's definitely at least worth checking out. It's fun. So yes, in the Phantom, essentially the going back to that, for those who came in late thing when it started, I did not realize that was actually. That I, was Billy. That was Bruce Willis. That was Bruce Willis the whole time. <laughs> I did not realize that that was a specific detail to the Phantom comic strip. And I, I guess the, what the hell are you doing? God, I, maybe I'm the one drinking my Jeez, did you spike that with something? No. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that that was a particular detail to the Phantom comic strip. That So the, the concept of the Phantom is he's a normal guy, no superpowers, yeah. just well-trained, in good shape, knows. Holds the cardinal secret of his family lineage. Yes. And the cardinal secret is he's also known as the ghost to walk and he every generation passes on the mantle of the phantom to their next descent or closest descendant they always it's usually far to the father to son but it could also be i don't i don't know it and goes, the attorney general from oppenheimer killed his father <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is he the attorney general? I, he's something. He, I don't, uh, okay. I don't know he's in, but he's, we'll get to him because I think he has some great moments oh that God. like he delivered. Anyway, but it, get, you, you're getting me <laughs> off track here. But By intent. I'm trying to force you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I did not realize, though, that that is the key to the Phantom in that every like it, it's seemingly that he's immortal. But he's not. It's just someone different every time. Yeah. Which is funny because that is, again, going back to Batman, that's essentially what Batman is supposed to be. Like anyone could be Batman. Mm-hmm. The idea. Even Joseph Gordon Levitt. Exactly. And that's what Phantom, like a key, he keeps coming back to life, if you will, or he can't die, even though it's a different person each time. And so for those who came in late, there's, it creates the, the, ephemera of it's you're coming in way down the path yeah exactly like like so if you if the story were to take place today you'd be like for those who came in late we're gonna catch you up here's the phantom blah 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 yeah and it's like real short like almost like i don't want to say quite like flash fiction style but but similar to Mm -hmm. it like that that pulp fiction yeah that 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 grittier adventure tone which i think really comes through i would say one thing that really comes through well for me in the movie is is that tone i think tonally they get it right i have more of the issues with the script and like not that it's bad it's just i think it, it needed just needed more of a, a pass xander drax d-r-a-x starts drax. with a z and it starts with an x ends with an x <laughs> It starts with a Z, ends with an X? I don't remember. Wonderful performance by Treat William, who unfortunately tragically passed away. I didn't know that. that yeah, That's it, news to me. Yeah, no, yep, he passed away in a... God damn in it. A, in an accident, I believe. I don't that know was like was a, a month and a half ago. Yeah, God damn. Where, where are you? Like, you didn't see that? Son I was like, so upset. I was like, oh, man. Well, that sucks. Well, I'll send this one because now I'm depressed. <laughs> So you need, so you need to switch now. I yeah. need to take that. You I'm going to chug this coffee and grab a claw. <laughs> grab a, oh man, you think, I like that grab a claw. Grab the claw. <laughs> but it's like, it's got the voice from, what's it, Thundercats? Mm-hmm. No, Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. Yeah. God, I'm showing my age. <laughs> What was I doing? What what you happened? Were gonna, <laughs> what? Wait, what happened? No, you were gonna grab a you were gonna grab a clock. Nah. I, I was I was getting depressed about Trey Williams. Yeah. God damn it. No, I, I was upset to hear that. But he gives I think he gives a great 
performance oh in it for what it is. The best kind of hokey. I, I don't know if he had fun with it. Oh, he, I how hope could he you did. Not how could you? I not feel like have he had fun, fun with, with that. that role. I can't speak for it or whatever happened behind the scenes. Who knows if this whole movie was a nightmare to work on? Very well possible. But. I want to know how they rigged that final shot of him leaning with the skulls of Tuganda. <laughs> oh, where he's doing like yeah. yeah. That is like that a had pol- to be some that is a work. yoga Pilates move if I've ever seen one. God, it had to be. They had to have him hooked up with a little vest. Yeah, his the, his ankles were too strong. You get the little vest. World. Yeah, but I love the I love the I love the like just the reaction he gives as he's as he's doing it at the end. He's like, so this is the climax of the movie. He's got he's got all the skulls of Tuganda. He's got them all together. For, and, you know, from Indiana Jones. Yes, yes, time. exactly. <laughs> He's got all three skulls. He's put them together, and this great power—they're they, basically like a big laser pointer. Not even a big laser pointer. <laughs> they're just like pretty much a regular laser pointer, small like regular laser pointer that can like just I guess cut through anything and evaporates a person. Not just any person. <laughs> the, attorney, the attorney general. The attorney. The the Oppenheimer guy. <laughs> he he evaporates Dexter Morgan's father. Oh my gosh. Yes, and he's and he's there, and the Phantom then has the fourth skull, which comes out of nowhere. Didn't which, know what that meant until, until now. <laughs> <laughs> which is his ring, and the ring shoots out like a laser. Mm-hmm. And the laser's just me. Billy Zane sells it. Yeah, I gotta shots. say, like, I, 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 I want to believe that at the very least, everybody at least had fun on the I, set, I, but I, who knows? If I could get like one day's work on a movie like the Phantom. Yeah, I'd be fine. Pack it up. I'd I've, be fine. I've, I've I'd be fine with it. As long as they didn't rip my soul out at the end. Well, that goes with the terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Treat Williams though, his the way you back to the wire thing, like him him on that it had to be a wire and they just probably yeah, wrote, painted rotoscoped it out. it out or painted it out. How would they have, this how is, would they have done that if he did do it on the wire? Well, yeah, so that's what I mean, that's that's what if I, they attached like like a almost like a vest to him. I mean, there's and then there's him. a number of ways to do it. I but, guess they could do it with the the lighting that you wouldn't even see the wire and they yeah. wouldn't have to do anything. Typically, that's what they try to do. Or, like, sometimes they'll, like, I know it isn't the case in this, but, like, sometimes they'll try and have it out of focus behind. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, okay. Stuff yes, like that. His, little tricks. His, little though, tricks back in the day. I still do this to this day because when I'm in, like, a moment where I'm, like, trying to get something to fit or I'm struggling or especially if I'm pushing, treat William's face as Andrew Drax, as he's leaning in. He encapsulates he's like, that he's emotion. He's, like, it's this, it's this, like, awkward but amazing, like, and he's pushing in on it and then of, and then of course the phantom beats him and he says unbelievable and, then he, <laughs> and he burns up <laughs> he burns up mm. that moment i don't know why like sticks with me so much gorgon Dude. <laughs> gorgon <laughs> It's, it lives in the pantheon of moments like mm, it does. Gorgon. We'll have to do like yes. This is a this is a pantheon episode for us. Oh, I'd this say. is yeah. This is just a this is definitely one of those movies yeah. where it it extends beyond the screen in the sense of you can joke with it and it means more than just the movie does. Yeah. It reminds you the of fa- other the Phantom times. lives in one of those pulpits for me where it's like it's not. I don't care how good it is. Yeah. I enjoy the yeah. out of that. Movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And there's so many moments where you're like, why aren't they doing this? And you're just like, oh, don't, 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 don't think, but I'm going to bring them up. I'm yeah. going to bring them up anyway. But yes, that treat William, that performance is just his, as Xander Drax as the main antagonist. He's like the perfect balance of like almost Jim Carrey goofy and totally yeah. like actually yeah. scary. Sinister, yeah. Some sinisterness to him that works. It was like, I, I can't, I can't honestly point to another performance like that, except for maybe some Jim Carrey's. Like, yeah. But even then it's like, it's in a 
category all the time. Mm-hmm. So what did you think? Like, I actually was, when I like, when I took a step back just from the script of the and the story and the right side, what were your thoughts on how it shot? Because I was like, as I'm like, the cinematography. Oh, I, dig I dig it. Yeah, I was like, you know what? This movie is shot very well. Honestly, got a lot of classic techniques that aren't used anymore. Yeah. like Which is me- why, partly why I'm like, all right, I'm in. Like, I like that like that 90s style action a mm-hmm. lot because like I like rear projection. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I can po- spot it a mile away, I still like, huh. You guys actually did that. That's yeah. cool. And it's like you can't put those actors in death-defying situations yeah, all yeah. the time. Like though, getting back to the <clears throat> the plane jumping onto the horse. Yeah, I think they actually had like because you can see the stunt performers if you pause. Oh them. yeah, you can see that it's the stunt performers there. That's, that's another um, thing I love about '90s action movies. Yeah, is like whenever you catch you that pick, it's a yeah. stunt person, you can tell that it's not Christy Swanson who plays Diana. You could tell that it's her stunt double at one point. But it looks like they actually had her riding on a plane, whoever the stunt double was, coming 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 down across to jump onto the horse. So I, I gotta give them credit for pulling that stunt off. No, yeah, like as like to like they did the match shot to where the plane flies into the hillside. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they did a miniature for that or they actually like blew up this biplane. <laughs> um the match cut with them riding off in the foreground. Like that looked pretty good. Yeah. I, I bought that. Yeah. And this also has another like again, it has that that serial vibe of like stuff explodes for not necessarily any reason. Yeah. Like you get explosions. And it's like, oh, ah. that's, that's one of my favorite things about all three of the original Indiana Jones yeah. films is stuff like explodes. It's like the most flammable world environment mm-hmm. ever imaginable. Like the, especially the bar in Raiders It's like one little thing goes on the floor. The whole thing goes yeah. up in like a Which, minute. Which if you've ever actually tried to start a fire, it's not as easy as it looks. Unless everything was boo soaked and like, yeah, but dried. even then, <laughs> even then, like if you're surrounded, like it's actually hard to get it up to temperature. Like it's it's quite hard. This is just coming from like trying to. Start, also, like, it was in winter, and that's yeah, like, yeah. It's like that's so, very impressive. So there's a lot of water around you, but yeah, it's it's not as easy as it as it's not as easy as things to catch on fire. There's a lot of different factors in real life that you don't think about because I know when I've tried to just start like a cozy fire in the fire pit in my backyard, uh. it 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 can take a little bit and it can easily go out quick if you don't keep it going and if like the ground's wet or it can make it a little bit more difficult if it's wet you can't really get the heat no you can't <laughs> you cannot i was gonna look something up i honestly know what were you looking with you're looking something up uh i had a thought but i don't remember what it was you were, yeah you were definitely gonna look something up <laughs> it's gone it sits out of my head consult the material i already yeah it covered good mr Windsor. are you written by lee falk and Jeffrey oh Bone. yeah, the original character. Yes, the yeah. the original comic, which, which I thought I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and I didn't even realize. I guess the Phantom might be even. He's definitely one of the older version, like superheroes, but mm-hmm. just kind of got lost in the shuffle. Like, didn't become as popular as he's kind Superman. He's a little bit on Batman, the side Wonder of Woman, being yeah. DC's Fantastic Four. He's like, yeah. One of their original guys. Yeah, but he's been around. I think at least the at least the forties, maybe even the thirties. Yeah. So it's which it's, is why it's cool that it like it takes harkens well, back to that period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was kind of cool. I know this was like it. I don't remember if this was shot before or after. I know it came out before Titanic, but Titanic had like a very big post production schedule. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I'm not sure whether it, it was supposed to originally come out in the summer of like '97. I think. Yeah. Right? Titanic. Yeah. But then it got pushed to Christmas or yeah, something. It was like it did it, have it. Yeah, there was something. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was like they're, they were on the cutting edge of, you know, CGI mm-hmm. and stuff. And they were pushing all that stuff forward. So there's, their post schedules were a nightmare. But I, whether it was before, it was right around the same time that he did Titanic, which is interesting because he's playing like polar opposite spectrum yeah. of hero and villain. Like, yeah. And I, a lot of people attribute his role in Titanic to typecasting him as such a hardcore 
bad dude. Bad dude, yeah. That he didn't really get a lot of other yeah. notable roles after that because everybody always just looked. He didn't want to take the bad guy roles yeah, because he didn't no. want to paint himself that as way. The ba- as the bad guy, which I, which is strange because for, for me, when I think of him, I think I, this is this is one of the movies I think of is him in The Phantom. Oh my God, yeah. And I think of him as that more mild hero-like character. I would, I would love to see him as the Phantom again. I know it's never going to happen. Be incredible. Well, you just, if we, if, maybe if they know if they're going to make enough money off of it. We may not get to see him as the Phantom, but maybe we'll get to see him as the Mummy again. That's true. Yes. <laughs> Are they remaking that again? Fraser said he's down for a fourth. Mm-hmm. Fourth? Would be for him fourth? I know there's like a million of those. Yeah. I think for him, fourth? It would be a fourth for him, yes. I believe. Hey, they're making Spider-Man 4 and Spider- Amazing Spider-Man 3, so... Oh, my Whatever. gosh. Remember remember when there was stuff that was original got made? For those who came, came in, in late. late. I, I do like that opening, though. For those it, who it came is in late, cool. I do like using that. It feels very of... inclusive, like, bring in, the new, bring in more people to this audience. Kind yeah. Of, like, that's what I, I, I yeah. think about it. Yeah. But, yeah, so I, I also... Uh, we were talking, too, about uh, The Rocketeer. Mm-hmm. Which came out 89 or Joe 90. Joe Johnson directed it. Joe Johnson's a very interesting dude. Yeah. yeah. I think he got a bit of a black mark on his career after he had a Terminator installment. Because he did Terminator 3, which did not do well. Because it's it was creatively sapped because it was after the studios yoinked Terminator yeah. away from James Cameron. <laughs> yeah. And he always like he put his name on it just to appease, but he was done with it after T2. After T2, okay. And it, there was a lot of hokey jokes in Terminator, I think, that the studio pushed. and Which is a shame because Joe Johnson's a great director. He, did, he started off, his first big splash was The Rocketeer. Mm-hmm. Then he did Captain America First Avenger. He, he had oh, a, he did. Oh, that's right. He did do that, yes. Yeah. He had a couple other weird black marks. Like he did Jurassic Park 3, which is not bad, but it's no. like not his best work. Yeah. A couple of moments of like the book that didn't get scooped up by the first two which is cool but yeah I, I, I think that he is another one that lives in a bit of a, a pantheon yeah. of like that 90s-ish yeah. kind of action early 2000s kind of thing going on unappreciated time of some some speckled gems in that time yeah especially when you look at how now it, like just going back to that everything and credit the phantom was an ip before <laughs> but everything has to be sequel or has to there cannot be this there cannot be this original thinking to it yeah and that goes back again goes back to why i found that for those who came in late moniker am i using the right word that might be the wrong word well moniker is name <laughs> that that opening line for there it. you go yeah you got it i, you got, I got it you get, <laughs> can you get there <laughs> that opening line i think gives it, it, it it's it, it's in the vein of how it originally was so i i felt like they had to do that sort of concept to take it and give it just even a little bit of originality yeah. to it which i which i do like though i definitely have there are many issues if i can i do a script doctor session a little bit yeah about this absolutely so all right Do- dr Hahn. Is it <laughs> Doc Paging Dr. Han? Do people still page anymore? Is that a thing? Does anyone would, you know be awesome? Are there people who know what a pager is? Like a, a Captain America style story where there's a doctor who's like trapped in like ancient technology of a pager. <laughs> and it's like there's people's lives on the line and like they can't call him. They gotta they can't page call. him. They, they gotta, gotta page they him. Page they gotta page him. Hope that he catches it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Keep that's it. mine. I'm cutting but, that yeah. out. <laughs> So yes, okay. <laughs> so you have the opening sequence.
fans. You have them giving you the history, the qu- very, very quick history of the fan, which the ca- I would argue, cabeza. Yeah, you don't, you don't necessarily need too much in the it's, beginning. Yeah, I mean, it's, but maybe again, it's brief. It sets the tone. I'm going off of. I'm looking at this now as just from a storytelling standpoint, very broad. That is how I think the comic strip might, comic strip might have done it. Yeah. So if that is okay, I understand then why they did it. I would argue though you can probably just cut that part. You could cut, and the only reason I say that is because then the next like forty to fifty minutes of the movie is us learning pretty much what that no, yeah it's, short it's sequence like, yeah. told us. That that is I think that is the biggest issue I had with what if I'm just looking at this from a critical script storytelling standpoint. And this can happen a lot. I do it all the time. It's not something that you try to do. It just kind of happens. There are a lot of scenes. The movie is, the term is running on the spot. Essentially, you have all these scenes. And even though they're different scenes, they are essentially doing the exact same. They're there and doing the exact same thing as before. Like think about how many, like, so you have the scene that explains what the Phantom is. Yeah. Then we cut to uh, Attorney General from Oppenheimer. (laughs) In, in a truck, which there's a funny moment in that when there it's him, another guy, and then a, a local kid who does not speak English. He's been, but the fictional, I think it's fiction, Gala Jungle. I, I believe that place. I don't think it's real. Should I we, don't believe it. I don't think I it's don't real. Want, I don't want our viewers to be like, you son of a bitch, it's a real place. Then the rope people come uh, and cancel then the ro- us. Oh, it's so strange that he calls them the rope people. That, it is so weird. That's so, <laughs> so weird. Like, weird. that's their name? Like, is that the that's, rope people? That's what you're going with? The Maybe the, I don't know. Maybe there's something behind that. I, that I did find that. I had to rewatch that. I had to rewatch that. I had to watch that scene a few times over because I was like, what did he call them? The rope oh, the people. rope people because they have ropes. I'm like, that. that's it? <laughs> anyway, this is before the rope people show up. He's there with his associate, the Attorney General in Oppenheimer. I'm just going to call him the Attorney General. Actually, think I don't think he's the Attorney General. <laughs> he's Quill in the... He's Oh, so you, but you, so you lied to me this so whole you, time. You lied to me. <laughs> you lied to me this whole time. Oh, I hit the mic. I'm going to confirm this now. I know. Yeah, we'll confirm this first before I keep going. I don't know why I'm being so difficult about this. He's in the cast for that. James James Ramar, he plays Quill. Henry Stimson, he is in Oppenheimer. Well, I didn't get that wrong at least. So you got that right. Henry Stimson, Secretary of State. Secretary of State. So the Secretary of State (laughs) is in the truck. And the kid is telling him he's, he's having trouble with the map, and he has the map upside down. Mm-hmm. And it's it's can you pull this we clip up. We should. Oh yeah, <laughs> pull this clip up for me. We should have had. We should have passed a bridge back there. Yeah, <laughs> we should have passed a bridge back there. And the kid is like essentially challenging him, like you're an idiot. You got the map upside down. But <laughs> Quill's character, the character, is like maybe this maybe this kid needs some lesson in manners or something. And he like. And it's like so well timed, like such a comedic timing. He tries to like literally back elbow the kid, kid in and the, the, and the kid, kid just, just ducks just... and he hits it. But like, there's no reaction whatsoever. It's 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 like a... it's like a moment that was told by the script <laughs> yeah, to just like yeah, but do, but yeah. just do that. And it's then it's such a all right. We're moving on. Pull this. this is so good. Like if if you can watch along at home, I highly recommend it. We're yeah. For those who came in late, we're at about. You want to go back a bit? Too far. We want like yeah. Keep going. Not the end of the movie. Keep going. Yeah. Don't go to the end of the movie. What are you? What are you talking about? Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I think just a little before this. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Now keep because that's the bridge, which I'll get to here in a second. This this whole scene. 
scene makes no sense though from a logical standpoint in the in the like there it is you got it upside down you got it upside down oh wait no go back a little bit i'm sorry it's a little bit before this i'm pretty sure it's no you're right you're right i think no you're right you're right the yeah, phantom the, the phantom i do like that opening that like, title you got is the, pretty, the yeah, opening's pretty title, dope. like you know like it, 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 it it's it, the right kind of hokey oh yes it definitely has that hokey feel bengala jungle 1938 we're like right kind of right in the beginning here he's looking at the map i will say this do you ever notice too the cadence of the editing something i was talking about in the poetics like i never one thing i do like about this movie is i never fail to grasp where we're at and the spatial relations of it how yeah. it's shot and how Honestly, it's God, it does hit cut. that that like nice pacing and it, and it doesn't like i don't feel like confused maybe just because i'm getting older but i never feel like who's where or it's like not so oh uh, damn it <laughs> it happens it have a go back fuck go back <laughs> so yeah, it's like, so, I, I didn't i didn't remember it until i had me right yeah. there how comical he's like here it's just so it's so comedic the way it happens i don't know if this was intentional or not but i, I I love the way he delivers it. Maybe he needs something in manners. Boom. And the kid just knows he, to duck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it, also like when, it, for me, you know, in that, like this was a rear projection, the stage shoot uh-huh. inside the truck that they're like, yeah, you, cause you can kind of tell with the way he's driving. It's uh-huh. like, he's not actually driving the truck. It's yeah. like the met, like just the pacing and like the beat that he hits. It's like, there's something just so hokey and goofy about it in the best way. I just love that moment. If you can, like, I, I don't know why, but yes, this, there is something the way that like, how it's edited it doesn't feel even though it's a shorter movie it does not feel rushed each shot or each edit I at least it also doesn't feel too long either. yeah it's like, how do you hit it that feels sweet good. yeah it feels in that respect I feel like it did very well and I feel like every shot holds and changes at the right time you never you never get too long or too short so it definitely hits that so this whole bridge scene makes absolutely no sense yeah like you do like I get why they have it in here because it's a great action sequence when and he's like or you drive the truck across and you have the kid drive it across they could just walk across and leave the truck there because if you think about it they never need the truck again they end up ditching the truck he ends up t- he I didn't liter- think about that, he literally totally tells right. the phantom as they're coming back keep the truck i thought to myself are they using the truck to haul the loot back yeah. from the cave maybe that okay that would kind of make sense but no they only take well if they're hauling the loot thing, back from the, the cave unless, it's like they'd have to cross the bridge again yeah and it, it's definitely gonna fall so the smarter thing to do would be just you don't even leave the truck there and then continue on foot which they end up doing anyway in God the very next scene you're right so there's Son a, of a there's a sequence like I this sequence as great as it is as I like it because it is very 90s it sets up it sets the, up it sets up the thing later where the phantom is trying to save the kid from the truck before the bridge falls yeah and it's a good looking set though from a script standpoint it did not need also the fact that he freaks happen. out so harshly use the brakes he's use going the like, brakes going yeah like four miles an hour <laughs> yeah he's going four, four miles an hour like yeah get the get, get the hell over I'm gonna drive this car <laughs> but like that is one of my, like I don't know why it's like it comes out of nowhere it's hokey and it's there's the no like kind of payoff to it like he doesn't like try to hit the kid again he's just like all right you got me this they time. also keep even though they're like the three best friends yeah, in this, yeah. like they keep like, definitely alluding to the fact that they might kill this kid they might yeah. not they might they might not we're not sure like we'll tie him up and leave him yeah we'll tie now. him up and leave him here <laughs> so yeah that's definitely yeah they're about to like tie him up now anyway but yes i also love his performance he's pretty he, he he never phones it in he's no. he, he always brings it hey, 
Jones in this too. We haven't even she talked dips about beneath the lasers. Yeah, like she, like she, we totally forgot like how like there were some big actors in this, even even for the time too. So yes, and I would I would argue too, like okay, because he does say to them, the one of the guys says, "There's a lot of other valuable junk in here or, or something, the treasure in the cave that they're going to to get the skull." And he's just like, "So we're talking. Why would you ever cook with gasoline?" That's what I've always thought. Yeah, it's a good question. And but I, anyway, so yes, that that is that whole scene doesn't necessarily need to happen with him driving across the bridge. Now at I least, can't. Now I can't at unsee least, this. At least there's unless I'm missing something. Why would I, you ruin it for me? Well, <laughs> that I said I was going to do it. I gave you the warning. You did. It's, I said I've got to try and like figure out what's the scene itself with the bridge collapsing later on is great. The bridge looks great. I'm like I'm buying where we're kind of at. Yeah, I'm I'm getting the the sort of facade of of the whole movie, the tone. I, I'm I'm in. Now we just need to make the script work. But yeah, they never. It doesn't seem like they take that much stuff even no. when they go back and he even ends up saying to the Phantom, keep the truck and he dives he dives out of the way. <laughs> but yeah, this whole the biggest honestly the biggest issue I from a script standpoint, a storytelling standpoint, is a lot of these scenes are doing are accomplishing the same thing that the scene did before. Yeah. And it's that running on the spot. And you have to be careful with that anytime you're writing. I, like I said, I've done it too. It's not you don't it's something you have to get several drafts in later. You don't always know that you're doing it until you can look at. So the purpose of this scene is literally just (laughs) there it is again. Literally just to establish kind of these characters and what they're going for. They get in the cave. the The skeleton, which kind of doesn't get paid off again, kills the one guy. No, no, that that was that was strange. Like I'm like, this is also I'm also curious if like is this something that either didn't go through enough rewrites or went through too many. I would say too many because there is also that thing. It has the feeling of too many. You can have all. All these ideas coming together in one, but not gelling, for lack of a better term, not being cohesive into one story. And you can have artifacts left over from an earlier script. Like yeah. You, you have this scene that was part of maybe the first draft, and it in and of itself could be a really good scene, but the story's not working, and you start to change and adapt and say, oh, I'm going to add this, make it this way, change this character up. But that scene that you had in, in the first draft, you're so you're, you're attached to it, and it ends up staying in there. I know a good example, one more recent one, in the first Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. The ball sequence where they go... Oh, the, the the gala the gala whatever it is the gala sequence where she's in the blue dress if you look at it though from a from a main standpoint that other than to get gal gadot in in a dress that whole sequence feels off kilter like it doesn't necessarily seem like Mm -hmm. it needs to be there yeah and i've always wondered is that a sequence that was from an earlier draft or was added at the last minute they're like well we got it we got to have this scene i think i know we have to have this scene you're gonna say something smart ass remark aren't they cast gal gadot so of course they're gonna put her in a dress yeah okay (laughs) like who what are you talking about of course they're gonna put her in a dress So that is one thing with watching The Phantom again, if I'm doing it from a critical standpoint. A lot of these scenes accomplish the same thing. Yeah, I would agree. Like even that, like what has, what has, what have we learned to happen? Other than, okay, we know these guys are I think, I think it's a, it's a crisis of having such a simplistic, like not a badly simplistic character, but he's, he's. And, and, and that's the thing too, with action, more action oriented movies, you want more simple beats in your story because you need time 
for the action to happen. That's so to flush reason. that out into like a full feature, you kind of yeah, you don't need quite as it's it's kind of strange because I never realized that until I learned it. You would think an action movie has tons of beats or like story development points, or at least other parts of a salad. Yes, <laughs> we could put some croutons on there, maybe a bit of dressing. You know, just just just, just something simple, non-threatening. <laughs> Pumpkin patch, Pumpkin patch, farmers market. There's yeah, there's definitely a reason for not having as many beats in an action sequence because you want these moments you're coming there for the action you're showing up for the action or like the grand vista big set explosions gun chases car chases gunfight whatever you fisticuffs swordplay whatever 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 you're doing with that is what you kind of expect from like a movie like this or a story like so you don't have to have as many beats as you might in something for going back when we talked about like memento mm-hmm. something like that or fight club which has more things kind of going on under the surface both figuratively and literally so that is something that is going to have more story developing moments to it than a movie like this and that's yeah. not to say one's worse or better than the other in terms of Different. what they're trying to do and that's i think where we get an issue here is just a lot of these opening scenes are kind of doing the same thing. We also, too, we're not introduced. I get what they're going for. They're trying to get that hero shot, but we don't even see Billy Zane as the Phantom full on, I think, until, let's see if you scroll. Yeah, and here's the, the scene. Yeah, the, this scene makes no sense to me. I don't quite understand why the skeleton comes to life and starts choking this guy. Because of the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> Well, it's also it's it's also this like so like was it a booby trap? Did I miss something? I tried so many times to go back and watch and be like, did I miss something here? That kind of gives a clue as to okay, this was a trap. I I think it was intent. I think the and it's like it's Billy Zane doing it. And is it he's, though? That's my my interpretation. Like he's like is that something? Now is this he's something keeping like, the mythology of the Phantom, the ghost who walks? He's keeping the persona. Alive. But how is he doing it? Is he like is he like behind that? Because if it, I intricate could, puppetry work. Okay. <laughs> But again, like uh, another, like I feel like just some scenes that are like lacking actual. Ooh, there we go. Stakes. There's some Billy Zane. <laughs> I do like that. I do like that shot. But yeah, actual scenes like why not just have the Phantom show up there, giving it the more Batman vibes of him like in the shadows doing these things to scare them. I think that they kind of wanted like this. They're showing all the shots of like the animals and the rope people, but it's like I think it's like that Tarzan one with nature. They want yeah, vibe, they wanted like, that, which is totally fine. That I think I feel like you could st- you could start the movie right here devil someone needs our help and then you can cut to those guys just rolling up and I, i'd be interested to like take I, this movie i do kind of like that void intro though and where it's like no it's you, not the only you one could definitely keep that you can definitely keep the it's kind of it's kind of like dark knight dark knight does a similar thing where the the bank robbery happens and then yeah you, i'm not saying like I, I, I you can definitely keep that opening sort of thing to give you the history of the phantom i i, I, I think yeah, there's there's some precedence there. for like dc vibes yeah. there kind of but oh there he is the golden light behind yep on a white literally on a white horse litter yes he's 100 a white horse and you just start shooting <laughs> oh, <laughs> run! it's like frank and then i and then i started blasting <laughs> i just started blasting it see oh my gosh i just frank. now want frank <laughs> from, yes i want him in a phantom costume on a white horse and then so i just started, started blasting. just started blasting away <laughs> Someone do this. Somehow still got Billy if, Zane's if, face. If, but it's if, like on if, Danny DeVito's if, body. If anyone can make this happen, get Danny DeVito as Frank from Always Sunny in the in the <laughs> 90s Billy Zane Phantom costume. <laughs> Put him on that horse and have him come out playing Now see Frank. if they do this in like season 17. I, I don't Sunny, even I, I just I just just send some of your fans over our way. That's all I ask or just be like, "Hey, give these guys a listen and I'll be I I'll just be. need DeVito and Billy Zane at Comic-Con yes, together. Get them together. 
and then I can make this happen. That's amazing. Oh, here he's going to do the, like you were saying, like that Tarzan thing. He's going to do the, yeah, the he, gymnastics like routine. He's very much like DC's Tarzan yeah. meets Batman meets Indiana Jones. Jones with pirates. With pirates. Yes. Agnes. But Mortal Kombat tie-in with what's his name as Cowboy Sun. <laughs> yeah, with, yeah, who plays Shang Tsung. Mr. New York City. <laughs> he gives a great performance too. Everyone in this, I, I, despite the despite, set, despite the comically small set work with the sharks, yes, like, like despite all the flaws of this movie. And here's a, like literally, this is this sequence is ripped right out of. Oh, it's it's the which Raiders. Raiders borrowed from a lot of other things yeah. too. I mean, it's it, just it's ad, it action invent, adventure. Yeah, it didn't invent no. that, but you could certainly tell that they're trying. I to, mean, Transporter does the same thing. Yeah, the first Transporter movie, he throws him out the front of the truck and like almost exactly. Yeah. Exactly the same way. But yeah, you have here he says, keep the truck. Wait. I already killed you. I killed you. It shouldn't be happening. Like it's also like they can't comprehend that maybe it's another guy but that's wearing his the secret. same same suit. No, I get it. That's they his gotta, secret, they huh? Gotta, they don't know that. They gotta help. They gotta make me believe it a little bit more. So yeah, if you keep going, like, okay, so this sequence happens, he saves the kid. Another secret is that it, that guy in the purple costume, that's Arnold Vosloo the whole time. <laughs> that's Arnold Vos that guy that's Bruce Willis the whole time. <laughs> yes, but uh, I I would just say a lot of the issues this movie has is there's a lot of scenes that accomplish the same thing as the scene before. Oh, true. Yeah. And and that's just something you always want to watch out for. If I if I do take a more critical standpoint from just the script side of it. You have to watch out for that because it it can make also the movie it can make the story boring, which I always never, I always forget this sequence, but it's like the truck flipping. Yeah. It makes no f sense it, how is that i know it's stuck but that thing it's stuck like, but then again it, it's wrapped in the ropes but there's no world in which that happens yeah. the truck falls like, yeah it, it that, just weighs uh, 10 I, times I, more than that bridge yeah that, no way. That, yeah I, yeah definitely doesn't make it's although it is very inception before it's time i'll mm -hmm. give it that but even here though too the editing the cuts they all seem natural but now picture like, jim carrey as riddler doing <laughs> no, this when, instead no when they're making when they're making fun of cliffhanger in ace ventura too. oh yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's that's another like very like commonly '90s like the rope snap sound. The rope effect. snap sound effect. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep, absolutely. I love like like because like you could so tell studio sound effects libraries like what studio owned what yeah, sound Foley, effects. Yeah, yeah, and which one? Yeah, and they would like re reuse them. But so I mean, commonly. even that even that slow mo shot of him swinging away. Like I like the I love the also, camera the work. The physics of that make no sense. No, either. they don't make no sense at all. But I love the camera work. Yeah, it's great. This. Like I really do. I don't mind. Also, it, it exploded in water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No one, just remember, guys, though, no one argues with the fans. Nobody wins. You just shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is. It's definitely a movie. I think it's definitely a movie. You're it right. definitely is a movie. I I would say, hey, if you're looking for like a movie night thing to watch, and do not take it serious, even if you're laughing at the cheesy bad moments, and I think there's enough in there to to wet your whistle and have a good time and enjoy. Billy and, Zane will wet your whistle. That's for darn guys. <laughs> this is a kid show. Our show is not a kid <laughs> show. <laughs> I don't know what show you've been doing. So we just had an episode titled uncensored <laughs> oh that's did we oh yeah that's right <laughs> yes i would definitely recommend because it, again maybe i'm just going off of the nostalgia factor behind it there's a lot of it in there for me but i think it's definitely something fun to watch and i say give it a shot yeah it's, so it's, don't don't expect to it's, it's not gold but it's gold to me yes <laughs> it's not might be to someone else one man's gold is another man's 90s garbage yes <laughs>